We're going to hear from, hear from three of our members. Um, entitled this, is, this I Believe. Uh, Unitarian Universalism is uh, very much a uh, faith of responsibility. You're responsible for what you believe in. Uh, we don't hand it to you. Uh, we get to walk that path. We'll walk it with you, but we can't walk it for you. So, uh, first up is Rebecca Tug. Good morning. I'm a rather recent addition to All Souls. Um, my husband John and I moved here in 2015. I'm actually a native of Louisiana. I was born right up the road in Spring Hill, if you can believe it. Uh, left there when I was four and really never looked back. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I started in my spiritual life as a Catholic. I was born and raised Catholic. I uh, was actually baptized had First Communion, was confirmed, um, and all of that was done really without any thought. I mean, I was, like I said, I was born Catholic. My whole family is Catholic. Um, and for the most part, I never really questioned any of that, uh, except when it came time for my brother to be confirmed two years after me. And he was actually asked whether he wanted to be confirmed or not. And I thought that was vastly unfair um, and really was appalled. I thought it was very sexist, actually. Um, that was the first thought that occurred to me. But the second thought that occurred to me was, well, should I be questioning all of this? Because none of it really ever sat all that well with me. And so I really started to question things from that time period moving forward. And by the time I got to college, I realized that I didn't really so much want freedom of religion as freedom from religion. And so I really pushed all of it away from me for about, I want to say a good 25 years. Um, and then realized when I decided to go back to school to become a nurse, um, that's my third act, and hopefully my last one, I don't really want to change careers again. Um, but a thought occurred to me at that point that something was lacking and I wasn't sure what it was. I thought that it was a career path and I thought I had solved that, but that didn't really solve everything. Nothing ever really solves everything, but it wasn't solving a deeper need that I didn't even realize that I had. And so we had flirted, John and I did, with the idea of Unitarian Universalism based really on something that a cousin of mine had brought up to me, which was, you tend to be more accepting of things than most people in the family do, so why don't you consider Unitarian Universalism? I think you'd really dig it. And so I took a look at it, and once we moved here from Savannah, Georgia, the Savannah community of Unitarian Universalism was great, but I just wasn't, at that point, I was not ready. When we moved here, I finally was. And I have to say that Ron Thurston, you played a huge role in that, actually. Um, I was used to going and moving to a community, and especially moving from Savannah, which everybody's first question, which is a lot like here, is, and what church do you go to? <laughs> And you get tired of batting that question away when you're not really a member of a faith group, per se. I always answered I was raised Catholic and tried to leave it at that. Um, but now I say very proudly that I am a Unitarian Universalist. And the main reason for that is what 
basically what John just said, that not only do you have to bring yourself to it, but you have to walk your own path. And I've always been a big believer, everybody should walk their own path, and you're the only one that can decide what that path is. And this is the only place where I have felt truly free to do that. And so that's what I believe. I believe that tolerance is overrated and acceptance is really what we ought to be aiming for. And so that's what I have found here is acceptance. And I bless you guys for it. And I thank you for listening to me. Next up is Kevin Henry. Y'all sure you want to hear this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what I believe, I believe in everything. I have to. I see it, I hear it, I smell it, I taste it, I touch it, and I feel it. Or at least some of it. Uh, Science tells us that all matter is made up of tiny particles bonded together by pure energy. And Einstein said that the particles themselves are pure energy. And I think what I feel is that energy. Uh, even the tiniest bits of cosmic material have potential power, the power to build substantial things, uh, bridges, bridges between people and or species. Oh, I need my glasses, sorry, y'all. <laughs> all right, and to acknowledge this power is to recognize the interconnectedness of all things, and with this recognition, I have to believe that all of what I sense is but a minuscule sampling of all that there is. After all, I occupy just one small speck of the universe, and I receive a constant barrage of input. All of humanity is connected to the entire breadth and depth of the cosmos through our relationships with each other and with the Earth itself, and the thought of that many people receiving that much input all the time is just mind-blowing to me. <laughs> I have to believe that everything is out there. And where did it all come from? Who knows? But I believe that there had to be, or has to be, had to have been a source from which came the entire universe, and that humankind's attempts to explain that source and the consequent evolution of those attempts is what we call religion. Even though the older, many of the older religions are known to many people as simply myth. And Descartes said, I think, therefore I am, and I believe that as humans perceive their religion to be, then so it is. These ideas feel as real to everybody as anything else in this world. So they must be real. There's been talk recently here in this sanctuary and in meetings of official world druids about manifestation of intent. This focus of willpower to affect change, whether through prayer or ritual, is really the intent to move cosmic energy in order to keep a balance of positive and negative forces. Keep everything going. Otherwise known as magic with a K. And we could get into that another time. But this being said, anything is possible, so I have to believe that everything, or at least the possibility of anything and everything, is possible. 
acceptance of others' beliefs is a major part of both Unitarian Universalism and Druidism. This acceptance, the service we give to each other and to the care of Mother Earth, the quest for knowledge and truth, the fight for social justice, and the acknowledgement of the interconnectedness of everything are things that both of the groups have in common. We both, both groups strive to practice this daily, and I believe it is my duty to be the best me I can be in order to fill my obligations to these groups. The performance of these duties is what makes me continue to believe. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. And finally, the eyes. Good morning. It's kind of scary standing up here looking up there. <laughs> and of course, I have to take my glasses off to be able to read. <laughs> so I want to say thanks first to Susan for the invitation to speak and for asking me well in advance because that means she listens to me when I say I have to think about it. And thanks to John for sending me a text to ask about the opportunity to include music because that meant a lot to me. Noted psychologist Lawrence Lachan said, don't worry about what the world wants from you. Worry about what makes you come more alive. Because what the world really needs are more people who are more alive. Your real job is to increase the color and zest of your life. Growing up in Shreveport, the youngest daughter of the eldest daughter, whose father and one brother were Baptist preachers, I spent a lot of my early years in church. So I realized how difficult it is for people who knew me then, especially my family, to grasp where I am now in terms of my spiritual or religious beliefs and practices. But since I was a little girl listening to all the older people around me and unable to ask questions because I wasn't supposed to be listening, I started to try and find some answers. And only very recently that I read something that I suggested, that suggested I try to live into the answers as opposed to worrying about them. And so I started to try to see how that works. But I remember when I was a little girl, we had somebody come to our house when I was about eight or nine to tune my piano. And I don't remember exactly what he said, but the gist of it raised a lot of questions about what I was being taught in church. So when I was in college, I started to attend church with a friend of mine from South Louisiana who was Catholic. And it's really the first time I was outside either the Baptist or the Methodist tradition because my sister, when she got married, married a Methodist and she went with him. Then when I moved to Houston after college in the early 80s, I found what I would call a more enlightened Baptist church. And I continued in similar churches through moves to Dallas, Los Angeles, and New Orleans. But by the time I moved to Washington, D.C. in the mid-1990s, I met a man who was studying to be a minister in the United Methodist Church while I was on assignment in San Francisco. And at the time, I thought he was the love of my life. <sighs> but it turned out to be my broken open moment because when things didn't work out, that pain forced me to look at what I really believed about myself, about life, about God, everything. And it wasn't what I wanted then, and it took me a few years to realize it. 
But that was the best gift because it was the beginning of my awakening. I started to see myself and examine who I really was, and more importantly, who I wanted to become. I found yoga and Tai Chi and wonderful teachers like Louise Hay, Wayne Dyer, Yama Van Zandt, Deepak Chopra, and many more. A dear friend and co-worker, Tim Robertson, with whom I had many conversations about religion and spirituality, introduced me to Bishop John Shelby Spawn. And shortly after I moved back to Shreveport, a new friend here, Joe Beth Baggett, was the reason I attended a conference at Millsaps College in Jackson, where I got to see Bishop Spawn in person. So it's always been true, but now I'm aware that when the people, the things, the places, everything I need has shown up when I needed it. Hadn't always showed up when I wanted it, but it shows up when I need it. So that's why I'm here today, because I was on the verge of leaving Shreveport two years ago, and I met John Radcliffe, and he invited me here, and I've been here ever since. So in 2014, reading Thich Nhat Hanh's Living Buddha, Living Christ, I found a retreat center that I've now made annual trips to for the past four years. In 2016, shortly before I started coming to All Souls, and before the election, which every time I look back on it, I think, what great timing. I went back for a second retreat that year. It was a silent retreat with a Buddhist priest from California. But her bio said her family was originally from Louisiana, so that was the reason it was a sign for me. I had to go. So she shared a reading with us that confirmed I was intended to be there because it speaks so beautifully to what I believe and what I wish for all of us. So in closing, I'd like to share it. It's entitled, For All Beings, by Reverend Zinju Earthling Manuel. May all beings be cared for and loved, be listened to, understood, and acknowledged despite different views, be accepted for who they are in this moment, be afforded patience, be allowed to live without fear of having their bodies taken away or their their lives taken away or their bodies violated. May all beings be well in its broadest sense, be fed, be clothed, be treated as if their life is precious, be held in the eyes of each other as family. May all beings be appreciated, feel welcomed anywhere on the planet, be free from acts of hatred and desperation, including war, poverty, slavery, and street crimes. Live on a planet housed and protected from harm. Be given what is needed to live fully without scarcity. Enjoy life without fear of one another. Be able to speak freely in a voice and mind of undeniable love. May all beings receive and share the gifts of life. Be given time to rest, be still, and experience silence. May all beings be awake. Thank you.